Was I, I did. correct? That I was knew exactly it. why I, I liked it. As soon it, as I bit into it, I yes. said, Jackie's de- demented mind is going to say <laughs> that she likes this scone because it's a plain scone. It pairs so well with the coffee when you have a bland a bland pastry. By the way, Mongo, coffee. if you're listening to this, she means this with the I, utmost respect and, I am and love. Saying this is how you nail a pastry at a coffee shop. And I disagree. It should not have a punch of sweetness, I don't think, with your coffee. This is the epic battle of the podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m., my name is Joe, and I am joined, as always, of course, by... Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. And thank you, everybody, for joining us today, whether you are a first-time listener or a returning listener. And how are you doing today, Jackie? I'm doing great today. Are you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you were not ready for that intro. No, I was not ready for that intro. You changed it up on me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, I figure change is a good thing, right? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> well, I'm doing well as well. <laughs> on this very cold New York day, I'm doing really well. Started it with a cup of coffee, watching some football, doing a podcast. Can't complain. Yeah, coffee, football, podcasts. What more do you want on your Sunday, right? Right. That's it. Pretty much. And uh, yeah, so if you're joining us for the first time, um, I guess we should just quickly reiterate our system with the grading rubric. And if you're a returning listener, it's probably worth reiterating anyways, right? Yeah. Now this I'm actually prepared for. So yeah. <laughs> I'll so, dive yeah, right in. So why don't you just briefly uh, explain the, the rubric that we grade these places with? Right. Absolutely. So every time we go to a coffee roaster or a craft beer brewery, we rate and grade on four different categories, atmosphere and ambiance, service, coffee or beer, and finally, food. Then we each come up with an overall grade individually. And then the fun part is at the end of the episode, we'll debate on what we want the overall podcast grade to be for this specific business. Yeah. And it's interesting in the sense that I feel as if our grades, they're not getting more similar over time as we've done the podcast. But if it's a, but if it's a good grade or a bad grade, it sort of tends to line up, I feel where we're debating between D range grades or A grade range yeah, stuff, right? Un- sometimes we'll come to the same conclusion for a variety of different reasons because we each value different things, but we do ultimately come to a similar conclusion and we have been over the last couple of episodes. Right. Like today's episode, clearly everything was an F. So <laughs> open and shut case, I think we can just move on, right? I think we will disagree. So thanks thanks everybody for joining <laughs> us this week. Uh, we'll see you next Monday, hopefully. <laughs> um, no. So this week we were at Mongo. I, I got to look up the name of... No, nah, I, I can't. I'm running the audio on the computer, so I can't check. So I'm going to try to do it off the top of my head. Mongo coffee roastery and lounge yes is that it yes okay um which i i say a little tenuously because i wasn't quite sure what a mongo was uh i wasn't sure if i was misreading it because the the symbol the logo is kind of incorporated with the o for mongo it's like a little face or whatever but uh yeah so that's mongo coffee roastery and lounge in uh i forget i forget syosset Syosset. new york right syosset new york and i mean this place we pretty much it wasn't really on our radar. We kind of just were looking up new places that we haven't been to. This one's about an hour away from where we live, uh, depending on traffic, maybe a little less. But uh, yeah, it kind of stood out to me Googling it just because the pictures looked really cool. It had that lounge-like vibe. I saw some pictures of some chairs, some couches. Thought that was pretty unique, especially compared to some other places that we've been that either just don't have much going on vibe-wise or have something very different going on vibe-wise if you go back and listen to some of our other coffee roaster review episodes. But yeah, I thought it certainly looked cool. And I said, hey, do you want to check this one out, right? Yeah. The first thing that drew me to wanting to go check out Mongo's was the pictures on Google Google Maps. And normally I try not to look at too many pictures, so I don't have too much of any kind of conceptions when I go into the place I like to view it for the first time but after I saw two pictures of the space I was really excited to go check out Mongo's yeah it had really comfy cozy vibes and as we were saying earlier it's a Sunday January I don't know 12 degrees Fahrenheit football we were looking for kind of a cozy vibe right and yeah well I guess we can get into the first grading category atmosphere and ambiance and 
Do you want me to start? Sure. Yeah, you started off. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like we found that. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of an interesting location. It almost reminded me, I oh, we always say that we don't talk about really our assessments or reactions or certainly not our grades as we're experiencing these places. But I couldn't help but commenting as we kind of drove in how it was kind of a light industrially type area that reminded me of if you go back to our King's Coast coffee roaster episode, I don't know, maybe a few months ago, kind of reminded me of that environment. So I really didn't know what to expect because I feel like in those locations, I mean, it, it just seems a little atypical sometimes for something that's really comfortable and cozy uh, via a coffee roaster. So I kind of went in with no expectations of, of really what to expect. But yeah, I was, I guess, most surprised by how big the building was, how big the space was when we went in and how much seating there also was. And there was different types of seating, which was really cool. There were, I think, some leather couches. There were some cloth, nice high back uh, chairs, like armchairs, right? There were tables that you could sit at with kind of padded seats or whatever there were kind of bar stool areas as well and the bar stool areas were super unique because one bar stool area you could overlook all the roasting equipment and the other bar stool area you could oversee the where they make the coffee yeah there was a, a lot of different kind of nooks and crannies that you could kind of uh comfortably squeeze within right yeah we walked yeah. around after we ordered, we walked around and looked at pretty much every table and I kind of wanted to sit everywhere. Yeah. We're like, do you want to sit there? Do you want to sit there? Do you want to sit there? And we finally found a nice cozy table in sort of the back by the roasting equipment with back support on the chairs, which we kind of like. And it was a really nice, comfortable spot with the sun coming in through the windows and we were really cozy. Yeah, I don't think we've ever spent that long trying to decide where to sit. Which, again, in my mind, is a really good thing, right? I, I think yeah. I was very happy to be torn between choosing <laughs> the most comfy seat. Everywhere looked cozy for different reasons. And I could totally tell that there were different vibes where you sat. There were some places that were really, really conducive to sitting with friends and having a conversation. Some were conducive for sitting and working. Some were good for two people like us, small tables. All the tables also had hooks for your coat and your mm. purse, which really stood out to me because that does not always happen. And it's really helpful for everybody, pretty much, and an underlooked thing. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's interesting as well what you just said about the different actual tangible vibes, whether you want to chill with friends, you want to study on your own, whatever the case is they have. If you were on a date with one other person, there's room for that. There's really space for all of those vibes. And I was thinking when you said that about if you go to patreon.com slash a grade podcast and become a member there, you get access to our full spreadsheet of every place that we go and the list of specific vibes that we feel like these places manifest. And sometimes it's just a takeout space. There's really, I mean, we were at a place a few weeks ago where there literally were no seats in the building. It was just you walk in, you order your coffee, you go out. So it's useful to know, okay, that place might have some good coffee, but you don't want to go with a bunch of friends expecting to sit around shooting the the uh, can I say can I curse on this? Yeah. All right, shooting the uh, the bull dung. Um, <laughs> on a... So you didn't even do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I still censored myself. Uh, you don't want to show up expecting that, and then you're disappointed, right? So it's actually a useful guide in that way, I think. And uh, this one, I, th I I think maybe more than any of them, fulfills all of those categories that we have. So again, if you go to uh, my sh uh, shameless uh, plug for patreon.com slash a grade podcast and sign up for bonuses. That's one of the many bonuses, including behind the scenes bathroom photos. Yes, I did take a lot today. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The past couple of weeks, I've been really upping the photos of the bathroom, which I always feel very weird doing when we're in the coffee roaster or brewery. Fair enough. <laughs> but I do it. <laughs> Uh, well, are we ready for Bathroom Corner or were there other things about the atmosphere and ambiance that stood out to you? I had a couple of other small thoughts. I really liked mm -hmm. the music playing. They had yeah, great definitely. coffee shop music on at just the right just the right um, volume. I really liked the fact that it was very comfortable in there temperature wise. You know, just in general, I've been looking over the last couple of weeks for that cozy feel of a coffee shop and I feel like we finally found it. Part of that, I think, 
was the fact that they gave you actual glass mugs. Oh, that's right. Instead, that was really cool. Yeah. yeah instead of to-go cups, a lot of places that we've noticed since we started the podcast, even when you sit and stay, they give you to-go mugs instead of actual glass cups. And this was the first latte I've had in a while where I was able to have it in a glass. And I think that impacts my atmosphere and ambiance and impacts my coffee grade. It kind of goes into both categories. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention that. But now that you have, I actually think you're absolutely right. It does factor in where, especially with my pour over coffee that I got, it was the first time I ever ordered a pour over coffee where they brought me not just the mug, but the vessel that they brewed it in, which I thought was super cool. It that was, was super great. fun. Yeah. It was, there was definitely part of the atmosphere and ambiance, I think, and the coffee. So I'm yeah. glad we brought it up now. And, and, the, and the mugs were nice too. Yours was very sturdy i don't know how else to describe it but it was a nice solid mug right? yes it was and it was perfect for taking pictures nice latte art really nice for taking pictures yeah it was it was really great all around in that capacity i also liked uh now that you have my atmosphere and ambiance wheels turning i like the kind of hanging light bulbs that they had as well they had some music pictures on the wall which kind of i think tied into this there was sort of a kind of um music-y theme i think is 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 fair to say or safe to say um and that i mean that does actually lead me to bathroom this week's installment of bathroom corner i guess yeah go for it yeah so uh if you're joining us for the first time bathroom corner is our <laughs> subsection of the atmosphere and ambiance grade where we review the bathroom because uh good bathrooms count in my opinion and what were you, do you have any initial impressions that stood out to you about the bathroom situation for this week? Yeah. At first glance, I thought the bathroom was pretty bland, mm -hmm. pretty boring. Yeah. It was relatively clean. It wasn't sparkling. Yeah. But it wasn't downright dirty either. But it wasn't the cleanest bathroom I've ever walked in. Yeah. I did like some of the touches on the walls, but I thought there could be more. Mm -hmm. Those were my overall, but you're really our expert. How do you feel about that? <laughs> you're the bathroom expert. So I'm I, the self-prescribed expert, right? <laughs> I'm going to, you know, hear your expertise right now. Yeah, I, that's that's a very nice way to put it, I suppose. <laughs> but I kind of agree with all of that, honestly. I think we're coming off uh, last week's episode, which had a really great bathroom experience. Um, so... Maybe I'm a little higher expectations than normal because that bathroom had pictures of uh, their story, their background, just a lot of nice little touches with plants and stuff and mouthwash and all sorts of kind of fancy stuff with lotions and different options. It was a really nice, cozy bathroom in the last place that we were at. And that wasn't so much the vibe here. There was, again, kind of uh, some music-y type vibes. There was that one big board with, I think, all music quotes or something like that. So that was kind of cool. Music quotes are called lyrics. Uh, this is why you're our music <laughs> lyric expert and not our bathroom <laughs> corner expert. <laughs> so thank you. Uh, yeah, those things. Right? <laughs> yes, the music quotes. Hey, I'm a writer, you're not a musician. You're such a writer to call it music quotes instead of, <laughs> <laughs> instead of lyrics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for all for joining us this week. Uh, we'll see you next time. That's why you're an expert in the bathroom and not... <laughs> I'm pulling the plug on this episode. Um, yeah, so that's really what stood out to me. And I, I agree with everything else. It wasn't um, anything else that really majorly stood out to me. So I thought it was a very kind of uh, maybe slightly above average bathroom. Uh, it wasn't, again, a bathroom that blew me away. And that kind of is an interesting factor in how I weigh the overall atmosphere and ambiance. So it's tough. Um, Did you have any critiques or anything that would have made atmosphere and ambiance better yeah, for you? The, the, so I was actually curious. I wanted to talk to you about this because I really liked how they made a production space so cozy because if you look along the back wall and it curves towards the actual roasting machine and there's bags of beans lying around and basically everything that a you think yeah. yeah everything that you do to make to do coffee production we've seen the same thing at various roasters South Down in Glen Cove was a perfect example where you have this cozy space and then behind the counter is the are the supplies, the roasting equipment, the roasting machine itself, all of that. Um, that was kind of the same case here. It was just on a bigger scale, a much bigger scale, it seemed like. And the only thing that kind of stood out to me was that I did feel as if it maybe somewhat took away from some of the extra space because there were kind of areas where there were extra seats, but they had stuff on them, like supplies. 
which again isn't so much of a critique because I understand that they're doing production there too. So you only have so much space. But uh, even kind of there were some seats along right by the bar. And I guess they weren't supposed to be seats that you sit at. But it was just where like supplies and stuff were. Um, and some of the counters, there were just like some spilt beans and, and that sort of stuff lying around like old spilt beans, that sort of thing. Again, that's kind of if it wasn't a production space, I'd be like, oh, that's messy. That's something that I would kind of critique. But at the, at the same time, exactly what I'm saying, it, it, it is a production space. So it's you, you kind of have to expect that, I feel like. So that's what I was curious what you thought, because I wasn't sure exactly how to weigh that or factor that in. I'm glad you brought that up because it did impact the experience slightly. Not enough to make me feel like I didn't want to be there or I wanted to leave. I was still really comfortable and we did stay for a while, but I definitely could see how that takes away from the experience just a little bit. But I also, it's also countered by the fact that I like when you see the production right yeah. there in, you know, it's kind of a sacrifice, a give and take. Yeah. If you don't see the production, you're going to get a very different experience, right? You're probably yeah. not going to see that messiness or the bags of yeah. beans. But I like seeing the behind the scenes and you actually could watch um, the owner's son who was working there. He he was working in the production part. Yeah, and then it when cool. it got busy, yeah. he came up front and helped, which is getting a little into service. But I did like that, and I like to see the behind the scenes and make that very visible. It's a different vibe, though. It definitely is. Yeah, I, I agree. So One other critique, not critique, but one other thing that I w- was questioning was that they had no merch. Oh, yeah. I kept asking you, do we, you see merch? Because I couldn't find any. And Well, the stickers. There were, was the row of stickers. There was a row of stickers, yeah. but it felt like that was also part of the production where they would put stickers for the bags of beans. But I did ask for a sticker, and they were totally cool with me having a sticker oh i see i thought those were just for people to take see that's where that line gets blurred yes i couldn't tell (laughs) is that part of the is that why you were telling me just go take one and i was like no that's their behind the scenes area i shouldn't be taking those i had i had no idea that's what that was i just thought oh that's so cool they have a whole row of stickers because i'm a noob or a rube and you can just go and take them. I would have stolen a pallet worth of stickers or however much you, however you measure stickers. <laughs> and they would have been like, sir, excuse me, empty your pockets. You could take the stickers and write your music quotes on it. I could. I could do that. <laughs> That's true. You're very out of your element at Mongo's. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have definitely liked. Uh, I was kind of surprised because the logo is kind of so cool. There's such a very subtle kind of hip, jazzy maybe vibe, oh, music yeah. vibe going on there. I, I would have definitely liked some merch, maybe like a clearer setup or section for that. So I, I think that's everything pretty much for atmosphere and ambiance. I think I know my my grade for this category. I do as well. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yes. I'm going to go A-. minus. I thought it was overall fantastic. I had a great time. I would love to go back there. I would love to, like I said, go there for different reasons, whether it's to hang out with friends, have a drink on my own, do some grading, some some work, some some podcast editing. You, it feels very comfortable to do all of that. Um, the other thing that now that I'm saying my grade, I forgot, but I just remembered, was that there was no, uh, there kind of was a place to watch the pour over. So I always, uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, I order a fancy version of drip coffee called a pour over. And basically, a lot of places, a lot of roasters, they'll have set up a space along the counter where you can watch the baristas do the pour over and talk to them. There wasn't really a designated space for that. Um, it, you, We kind of could see him doing that. And this, I don't want to get too much into it because it does get into service. But again, places that we've been to where I say, oh, the atmosphere and ambiance is an A grade usually has a very clear setup like that. If you think back to something along the lines of Fundati, right? Or, right, or, or South Down Coffee, right? So that was something else where... I, it was in my mind. I forgot about it till just now, but I think that's also what impacted maybe an A minus versus an A. So I feel very comfortable with that grade for that reason because I think it speaks to everything that they do so well there, um, but just a little bit different between uh, you know some of these other expectations maybe and and what else was going on there. Yeah, I have super similar feelings, but I went with a B plus. Because of the couple of things, the lack of merch, the little bit of confusion or messiness, not being able to watch the pour over. Those are all definitely critiques, but they did not significantly impact my experience at all. I loved it. And I was comfortable. I wanted to stay for a while. The glass cups, the 
look of the place, the music. I was super cozy, super comfortable. I absolutely loved it. But I definitely think B plus for me is where I landed. Yeah, I think I trended more up to A minus for that exact reason too, because when I think about, and I say this sometimes with certain grading categories where if I'm so impressed by what I like that they do, that it it seems to me to be outweighing things that I would want more. I almost give the benefit of the doubt where I'm like, that's kind of all the more impressive that I don't mind that I'm missing these things that I normally love or I normally say, oh, this is what I expect as a podcast coffee reviewer, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, fair enough, but I'm, I'm happy with my grade. Yeah. Too. And I think this was my favorite atmosphere and ambiance for a coffee roaster that we've seen since the beginning of 2022. Uh, yeah, probably. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I really, really liked it. Okay, cool. So that leads us to round two. Service. Uh, service category. Uh, why don't you start on service? Okay. I do have to say that the first thing that happened when we walked in, we went over and we looked at the beans that they offer and an employee came up to us, a barista came up to us right away and started talking to us, made us feel super welcome, was very knowledgeable about the coffee. He started with, you know, kind of talking about light, medium and dark roasts. But then as he found that we knew a little bit more about coffee, he got more specific about the different roasts and the different things that they do at Mongo's. He seemed to know a lot about the roasting process and how to make coffee, even though he wasn't an owner. He was just he he seemed to know a lot about the business, but he was an employee. He made us feel super welcome. I think Everybody seemed to really enjoy working there. Everybody that we talked to was really happy and really got good vibes from them. I didn't feel like they were just employees like we sometimes see at places that we go. I felt like that they were all coffee people. And I really like that vibe when it comes to service. I was actually really impressed with the service, especially the one person that talked to us the entire time. He was awesome. Yeah, I... I'm a little worried because you basically said everything I wanted to say. So I'm just going to quit the podcast and go home. And <laughs> well, we do have the same experience. so <laughs> That's true. Uh, well, a couple of things that stood out to me in addition to what you said. Well, the the part that I really liked that you mentioned actually was the fact that um, I, he told me his name, but he also mentioned that he was Guatemalan. And which was interesting because he loved Guatemalan coffee. But I'll get into that in a moment. Um, but I, I forgot his name and I think it might have been a Guatemalan name, which makes sense because he's from there. So I'm not even going to try to butcher his name. <laughs> I don't think I was I, there when he told you. Because I, I would feel embarrassed. Yeah. I would feel more embarrassed butchering his name than misremembering it. Yes. Or, or not remembering it at all, rather. Um, but anyways, yeah, he he was super awesome. And I, I like what you mentioned about how he came over when we walked in and were looking at the beans and as we were talking to him and he realized, oh, these people are way too deep into coffee for their own good, <laughs> he did get much more specific with uh, different, just talking about the the process and the, and the beans and the, pro, the flavor profiles, uh, all that sort of stuff. So that was super cool. Somebody who, uh, you know, a, a person walks in and you don't want to overwhelm them with all sorts of information and jargon. But then as you talk to them more, you can kind of specify a little bit more from there, right? And I thought he was really excited to talk to us when he found out that we did also know a little bit about coffee. He wanted to tell us about all the different types that they had there. And I think out of all the places we've been, they had such a cool selection of different coffees. Yeah, it was a heck of a variety, honestly. And you can use any of them for the pour over, which was really unique. And I think that is part of service as well. Yeah, that's always tricky with with a, a fancy pour over drink because some coffees uh, maybe are more conducive to different types of pour over methods than others. But if you have somebody who knows what they're doing and can make recommendations, that's kind of ideally what you want. It was kind of almost like a secret menu thing, by the way, because I didn't see it on their printed menu. You had to look behind the counter at this big chalkboard and there was just a pour like a pour over vessel drawn on this chalkboard and it said pour over usually they'll say like oh pour over as a section on a menu and they'll have four or five specifically chosen beans that you can get brewed for a pour over this just said pour over and again if you didn't have an expert there i could see that going very poorly but they did uh and they do which was worked out all the all the better then so i was able to try a couple of um pour overs but 
Uh, should I talk about them now, or do you want to talk a little bit about your latte first? Well, let's stick with service before we get oh, into Oh, God, I'm already into coffee? <laughs> oh, my God. I guess this cold brew is kicking yeah, in that I ch- chugged out, before the episode. <laughs> shout out to Cup of Joe, our favorite local coffee, where we're having some cold brew right now. He's ruining me again. I do this in <laughs> class all the time to students. They're like, dude, you're... Four lessons ahead. Yeah, four lesson plans ahead. (laughs) Where are you? Listen, all the teachers out there know that, and luckily the kids are paying attention enough to to realize. You know, I'm a little I'm a little scared now of his cold brew because I've never done that. Just entirely jump ahead of grading category. (laughs) This stuff's like weaponized. Okay, so getting us back on track. Go ahead, try. I dare you. I also, you know, just a side note the the. The person that we were talking to when we first went in, he was so knowledgeable that I did ask. I said, oh, is this, are you part owner? Is this your business? Because I do like to kind of know if we can talk to the owners, that is something that we tried to do when we're at places. And he pointed out that, no, he wasn't, but that the owner's son was working in the roasting equipment in the back. And I thought that was really cool. And what I did notice, and I said this before a little bit with atmosphere and ambiance, but I do think it has to do with service, is that as soon as the shop got a little bit busy, the owners stopped working in the back at the production and came up front and helped with the coffee orders and helped with the to-go orders. And it gave me vibes of Uber Geek when the same thing happened where the owner of Uber Geek was squirting mustard on our plate and helping out when it got a little bit busy that was my argument for them winning best uh craft brewery for our end of the year eight grady awards was i started yelling at you about how the owner was squirting mustard behind the bar when it got busy yeah it makes a difference and i i noticed the same vibes here so i was just really impressed with the service i thought they had a great batch of employees working there that were above and beyond what we've seen at some other places. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I, I really love when you see all hands on deck. I mean, we talk about this sometimes, how we've been to places where they take your order and then they delegate somebody else making it and they're just on their cell phones behind the counter. And you might have questions, but what am I going to say? Excuse me. I, I know you're on TikTok, but I, I would like to ask questions. No, I'm just, I'm I'm not going to bother you then if you're, you clearly aren't interested in being bothered, right? So, yeah, I, I don't know if I have a whole lot more to say about service. I think, again, we kind of covered everything that stood out. And I don't know if you want me to give my letter grade first or you want to go. Whatever you want. I know mine. Okay. What's yours? I'm giving an A. There's nothing I would have improved on. I yeah. can't believe it two weeks in a row, but I think this is another A grade service experience. Yeah. I mean, it's great to see. Uh, and that's funny. I don't know if we Is that ever... what you would give? Yeah. I'm going to give yeah, an A as well. A. Yeah. For, that, for, for all of those reasons. It's very rare that from one week to the next, we have the same um, experience within a specific category like that. Sometimes we'll have an, an A minus place from one week to the next overall. But I don't know if we've ever had exactly within a, a category where we have two back to back just outstanding A grade service experiences. But yeah, I mean, you think about what you said and you say, oh, what would I have wanted more? Nothing, really. Perfect. <laughs> like, it was <laughs> it was great. Um, yeah. So yeah, shout out to them for that reason. Really killing it with the the service aspect of uh, what we want from a coffee roaster and what makes sense from a coffee roaster. You right? know what this means, right? Oh, the fireworks. The firework editing. <laughs> uh, you're hearing the fireworks now, folks. Enjoy. Yes, enjoy. What if I just do it myself? I don't think it has the same effect. No, it doesn't. <laughs> All right. Anyways. So, now so we moving, can actually... on to, moving on to the, the food category. <laughs> I'm jumping ahead again. Uh, no, moving on to coffee, finally. Why don't you start so I can process some of my cold brew okay, great. patiently? My latte was phenomenal. It was a really good latte. I got a maple syrup latte with oat milk, just like I normally do. It was in a glass, so that greatly improved, I think, the flavor and my experience with the latte. I know we don't normally care about latte art, but it was some top-notch latte art, and they even sprinkled some uh cinnamon on top of my latte to kind of really hone in on the flavor i thought it was another perfect latte i've had some good ones lately this one was up there yeah i'm kind of curious do you mind giving a letter grade for your latte not for the coffee overall because we still have to weigh mine but if you had to on the latte scale give that latte a letter grade is there anything that comes to mind a minus 
Okay. Yeah, it was really great. I think the only reason for the A minus was I would have liked a little more of the maple flavor mm, in the latte. Yeah, I, I kind of, uh, again, I'm not the latte expert, but I really loved the latte too. I thought it was fantastic. I'm not a huge latte art fan. I'm more about the flavor itself, but I thought the latte art was pretty spectacular as well. Yeah, one so, of the best that we've seen since we've started the podcast. Yeah, I mean, the mug definitely helps, but it was definitely, uh, regardless, really nice latte art. And I mean, it... <laughs> I normally, when I try latte art, it's a white blob of nothingness. Mm. It's abstract. But this was not. This was <laughs> really beautiful. Yeah, f- <laughs> fair enough. And in terms of what I ordered, I ordered uh, a couple of pour overs, as I mentioned earlier. The first one, he kind of sold me on the Guatemalan blend because that's what he really liked. And I said, well, he's actually Guatemalan, so I'm going to take his uh, coffee beans for it because it would be crazy not to, right? Um and he was right. I mean, that pour over was one of the more interesting pour overs I've ever had because I I thought it was really good. Um, and and as I said, he uh, I think he was using a, a Hario V60. It might have been a different one, but it was some sort of individual uh, single cup pour over. And he brought it over with the, the, the glass and, and with the actual vessel so I could pour it in. Super cool. Um but why I say it was one of the most interesting pour overs I've ever had was because it tasted great. But then as it cooled down, it gained this almost uh, and I handed it to you and I said, Jackie, what does this taste like to you? And you immediately said it has this floral taste to it. It tastes like you're drinking flowers. And that was exactly what I was expecting you to say, because that's exactly how I felt. It took on this almost herbal. Uh, yeah, it was like an herbally floral essence, right? It was really unique. I as we're doing the podcast more and more and I'm trying these different pour overs that are expertly made, I cannot believe the amount of flavor that is packed into an expertly made pour over. Which is and a regular coffee. It's a black coffee. It doesn't have milk. It doesn't have sugar. It just has the essence of need it. the roasted bean. It's unbelievable. And I know that it's a it's a top tier pour over when I get those super unique flavors that I'm able to identify mm-hmm. like wow right away this is floral I think I actually said wow when I took a sip of your yeah. first pour over yeah. that floral taste in that Guatemalan was just so good not super bitter it was very well balanced it was a lighter roast yeah so it was very drinkable very crushable and I was just really impressed with the pour over overall yeah the uh the and then the second one I, I got to go was the Yurgachev uh Yurgachev Ethiopian and that one uh, was great, too. Uh, it didn't blow me away like the first one did, but that's I, I feel like that's very relative because the first one was so unbelievable. And I don't think the, the second one was necessarily maybe the best one to get as a pour over. Um, and I would have liked to have tried others for that reason. I would have or I would go back to this place and ask him, what else do you recommend? And he picked the Guatemalan for us. Yeah, they which also ties into service as well. But when you went in there, they didn't have, like you said, an actual menu for what the pour over options were. You could basically have whatever. And he didn't. Well, first he told us he was going to make us the Ethiopian. And then when he came out, he said, I couldn't help it. I know the Guatemalan is really good and I want you to try it. And he kind of hijacked the order in a way that was (laughs) awesome but, because but he we got knew, a better cup of coffee he, he from knew, it he knew that we would be okay with that though right and he was right i loved that <laughs> yeah. i thought that was great maybe some people wouldn't like that but i thought that was great well, i think i was gonna get the the costa rican actually and he said he audibled and picked the guatemalan so i would go back and try the costa rican because he also i believe it was the costa rican he said was also a fantastic pour over so it they also had, which I get geeked out and hyped about now. <laughs> I've become a coffee geek. Look at me. Yes, excellent. I get hyped about. They had the Jamaican Blue Mountain coffee. They did. And they had beans. And he told us that the bag itself was, what, $60? Yeah, we should have gotten a pour over we of that. We should have got a pour over of that. He said it was 10 bucks, but that's totally worth Why it. Why did we do that? Because we they had idiots. fresh Jamaican Blue Mountain coffee there where last week or two weeks ago when we went to Bean and Bean, they had it on their menu, but it was sold out it was because sold out, it's yeah. very rare, hard to get. And sometimes you were telling me that people fake that Blue Mountain label 
Yeah, it's it. Or I was reading that in the James Hoffman book, yes. the, the World Atlas of Coffee, that a lot of it is not necessarily actually what the primo stuff is. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, because it's so exclusive and because mm-hmm. it's so high regarded. So I. We were very caffeinated. Otherwise, I would have suggested getting one of those as well. <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about it. You know we like the coffee when we basically try as much as we can before we're going to get way too extreme coffee jitters. Yeah, coffee crash. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I think I know my coffee grade. I have one more thing. Oh, okay. M- my last thing, what I would have liked to see is on the bag of beans. It, the bag of beans were very simple and sleek. They had Mongo's coffee and then the the name of the coffee, whether it was a Costa Rican or, you know, where it was sourced. But they did not have a roast date. They did not have the specific farms that it was sourced from, which we've seen on other bags of coffee. It didn't impact my experience too much, but I would have liked to have seen that, I think. Yeah, I was a little confused why there was no roast date on the bags, other than the fact that I I don't know if we mentioned it, but he he did say that anything they... He said something along the lines that anything they sell is roasted within that week, which makes sense. Like anything that you put on a shelf right there, it's going to, it's going to go through. I kind of agree. I I would like the roast dates, but I mean, I did buy a bag, so I'll let you know how, (laughs) I mean, I'm going to make us. uh, And I have no doubt that they were fresh. I'm sure they were fresh. There was only maybe 30 bags. Well, it's it's good for your own reference sometimes to know that date for yourself as the weeks go by and you, because you might get to the uh, towards the end of a bag and you say, oh, you got busy with something else or you had another bag of beans. And then you realize, oh, maybe I'll just uh, you save this for I'm doing something. I'm not trying to make a fancy brew with it. I, I just need coffee at some point because I have fresher beans now. I want to prioritize. So, yeah, I kind of understand why I think regardless, it's nice to have a roast date. But um, I think that might be more. I don't know if that's I guess that is coffee experience. I was thinking atmosphere and ambiance or service. That you can kind of make arguments for it being in any of those categories, maybe, but coffee makes sense too. Yeah, I've been looking at the bags of beans more and more frequently since we read the the Hoffman book, and I, that was the first. You know, it is something that I notice, and I think I'm going to kind of put that incorporated in my coffee grade just slightly, not a lot though. Okay, I think I know my coffee grade. I do as well. Okay, I'm going to go no. with an A minus. Uh I'm going to go with A. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to go with A because that. And it's because of the Guatemalan pour over. It was such a unique pour over. It kind of reminded me of the last coffee roastery we went to, Bean and Bean with the Hawaiian. Yes. I'm so happy you gave it an A. The only reason I gave it an A minus was A minus roast dates. That small little thing. That that small little thing. I mean, I'm glad that the A is getting on the record from you because I thought the coffee was above and beyond, way above average. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I think, again, that if and part of it, too, is my confidence in in moving forward with a place like I'm fully confident that if we went back and we got the Jamaican uh, Blue Mountain coffee and we will, we would be blown away. Right. Or if I took up his recommendation and I got the uh, Costa Rican, I would be blown away because you, you don't just have one Guatemalan bean that that's that good. I, I don't believe that because every coffee roaster I've been to that has one fantastic pour over bean they have more than one fantastic pour over bean i've never oh, I, been to a place yeah. that only has one and the rest suck and i forgot maybe to, it exists yeah i don't I think so i don't think i don't so. think that's the place where that's the case no <laughs> that's my point these are coffee nerds working here to the yeah to the point where uh the guy we were talking to when we had our second pour over we didn't mention this with service but he brought over both of the beans the fresh roasted beans. Oh, yeah, that's and said, true. Take a look at the difference. And he said, yeah. break them open. And one was smaller. One was a bigger bean. Yeah. And he was just geeking out with us. And like, look at these beans. Yeah, he was cracking, this is the he was old, cracking this is the open one, beans. This is the one you just had. This is the one you're about to have. Yeah, that, yeah, that's cool. En- that enthusiasm is contagious. And yeah. I, I'm glad the A is on the record. Yeah, that was really cool. So do you add fireworks if you gave it an A? No, we both have to give it an A. Okay. Yes, I'm oh. saved. I've saved more fireworks <laughs> editing. I'll add. I'll add one crack. Edited one crackle. Me giving it an A instead. Okay, one little crackle. One a little, little kernel. Little yeah. It's like the the person who does the fireworks on July third instead of July fourth. That little preview. <laughs> what a loser. Uh, so that leads us to the final grading rubric category, which is of course food. Yes. You want me to start? Sure. Um, food was interesting because. Uh, the the menu was kind of like all over the place, I felt like, because there was the chalkboard behind, there was a printout sheet on the counter, 
And I know they had sandwiches. I don't know where that was written, maybe on the chalkboard. But there was a pastry display sort of when you walk in right at the counter. They had muffins. They had scones. They had Cinnabons. They had all sorts of things going on. They were cooking chicken in the back. I know, again, you could get sandwiches of different sorts. It was pretty much like a full menu. You could go there and get a solid breakfast, a solid lunch. Really good options, it looked like. There was something by the counter that said you could get salmon bagels or something like that. I saw them buttering bagels behind the counter. So it looked like they they were kind of a jack of all eats when it came to to the food category. I did feel as if uh, we wound up getting a blueberry muffin and a, I think, blueberry scone. It was also a blueberry scone. Yeah, blueberry scone. I wish we would have got that cinnamon bun thing. Yeah, we we maybe should have. Um, I thought that both of those were pretty good. I thought that they were definitely above average. I would probably give the scone and the blueberry muffin maybe in the BB plus range. I thought they were actually really good. Me too. Um, I suspected that you would like the scone because you would think that it was kind of bland. Was I, I did. Correct? That I was exactly it. why I, I liked it. As soon it, as I bit into it, I yes. said, Jackie's de- demented mind is going to say <laughs> that she likes this scone because it's a plain scone. It pairs so well with the coffee when you have a bland a bland pastry. By the way, Mongo, coffee. if you're listening to this, she means this with the I, utmost respect and, I am and love. Saying this is how you nail a pastry at a coffee shop. And I disagree. It should not have a punch of sweetness, I don't think, with your coffee. This is the epic battle on the podcast. It should be a little bit understated so that you can really pair it with your coffee. So I loved the scone. I also really liked the muffin. The muffin had a lot of blueberries in it, which is it was good, good yeah. to me. I would lean more towards the B plus A minus range for both of them. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, but also considering the overall menu, there was some really cool stuff on the menu. Yeah. Really, so, really cool stuff. I, I feel as if anybody who goes there would be happy because they even had, I think, a vegan scone option too or a gluten-free, gluten-free. Sco- gluten-free scone. So I, I really love a place where they don't just have some food options as kind of a token, but they have a diversity of options for, depending on what your vibe is, maybe you do want a plain scone maybe you do want uh, a a vegan or gluten-free thing or you do want a full sandwich or something like that so i was very impressed by all of that within the food category yeah i got the vibes that this is a place that you can spend all day (laughs) yeah (laughs) really you could have your coffee and a pastry and then you could work for a little while and then you can go back for lunch have another coffee there was just stuff for anybody and any time of day and any vibe which is really unique unique to do yeah so what do you what do you think for food? Do you have any other thoughts or are you ready for a grade? I'm ready for a grade. All right, what do you got? A very happy B plus. Yeah, I was gonna go B plus. I, I think it's definitely above average. Um I, I say B plus because I, I I again the diversity of options. Um I wasn't I didn't fall out of my seat from the blueberry muffin scone, but I thought that they were great. I thought that they were still really good. I love the diversity of other options. Um, and B plus to me is a really good grade for those reasons. Right? I agree. I agree. And as a segue, we have all really good grades on this report card so far, which yeah, is this really is gonna, exciting. This is going to be an interesting final grade. I yeah. Think. Yeah. And we gave. So let's go over this. Okay. Final At, tally. Final tally. Drum what you, roll. What do you got? Don't make me edit in a drum roll. Come on. <laughs> what are you trying to kill Let me? the people talk. Those of you that are listening, I'll put a poll on Instagram. Should Joe what? add drum rolls? before our final tallies no because they're gonna say yes (laughs) you know that people have spoken i know all right what do you got so for atmosphere and ambiance joe gave an a minus i gave a b plus for service we both gave an a awesome for coffee we both uh i'm sorry joe gave an a i gave an a minus and for food we both gave a b plus Hmm. so our service and coffee categories were a range hmm so was atmosphere and ambiance for you. Our lowest grades this week were a B plus. Wow. Talk about impressive. That is impressive. It's yeah. really impressive. That's really impressive. Hmm. This is a tough one. This is a tough cookie to crack. Yeah. I, I think I... Is I'm, that a saying? Tough cookie to crack? Uh, this is a really tough one because I can see an argument for two different grades. I can see an argument for a bunch of different grades, honestly. I think I know where I am, though. Well, l- let me think about this for a moment because this probably is worth discussing, right? The fact that what is a coffee roaster supposed to do? Coffee roaster, in my opinion, is supposed to provide amazing coffee because you're getting it from the source, amazing coffee in a cool, comfortable environment, and amazing coffee in a cool, comfortable environment with people 
who have a passion for what they're doing. This is what we always talk about, why we, we review coffee roasters instead of just coffee shops, why we review craft breweries instead of just bars, right? Because you're getting that dedication and love and passion from the people at the, the you know, this part of the production end of the whole process. So if I think about it that way, I'm like, this was an outstanding experience. Like this checked all my boxes in, in that way, right? So that's kind of my, I think, full review thoughts. Um, I don't know if you have anything to add though. I think that sums it off perfectly. Yeah. Uh, all right, drum roll. Drum roll. I think that's actually picking up. I'm looking at the oh good the, the audio editor and there's these little bumps. <laughs> bum, uh, bum, three, bum. two, one. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Countdown. Great. Yeah, I think your your argument just now convinced me a little bit to go oh. with one of the two grades I was debating. Oh, okay, Mongo. I'll take uh, my payment in cash or courier's <laughs> check, and uh, you can Venmo me as well. You wish. Uh, all right. Three, two, two one. one a. a. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was all it was awesome. It was outstanding. Wow, really exciting. Our first A of twenty twenty two and only yeah. our I think third A of the entire podcast. Uh it might be. Um I'm trying to think. What other places did we give A's to? Fundati. Fundati, yeah. Southdown. Southdown. Well, Southdown might be the only one that we both gave A's to. Yeah. I don't think Fundati we we both gave I mean we oh, for the podcast overall grade we agreed on A. Same thing for Uber Geek, maybe. Yep. Uh, I don't remember was was a overall for the podcast, but whatever the case is, the point is that it's an overall a here as well. And I think it's it's again very few and far between. So Mongo Coffee Roasters, congratulations. This was awesome. An A from a grade podcast. And I think that's what we have to do. A place that sort of fulfills those requirements at the end of the day that we talk about that we look for. That's what should be rewarded for it. And it, it's it's part of what's interesting, too, trying to really balance all of these categories. When you really ask at the end of the day, is it doing that that job of, of what we're really seeking? The answer is absolutely here. A for absolutely. I think yeah. it's fair, right? Uh, without a doubt. I think this was an easy A, and yeah. I'm really excited to give it to Mongo's. Yeah, and, and I think we said this uh, maybe last week or a few weeks ago, how... I think it's important, too, that somebody can get an A without getting an A in every category because that's not necessarily what it's about, right? You don't have to do everything to our psychotic level of perfection <laughs> to get an overall A. It, and, and again, it also speaks to the fact that it's not just about the letter grade, right? It's about the individual categories, too, but it, it's about what we say about them and what we really feel about them. And we, I think we felt very strongly about what we pointed out that we really liked about this place. Yeah, I also think we talk about this a lot, that this is a destination coffee roaster. I think that you should go there. If you are anywhere close to Syosset, New York, check it out. Get the Blue Mountain. I I kind of wish we would have got that. Yeah. Try the Guatemalan. Listen to what the baristas are suggesting because they know their coffee. Uh, You could do takeout there. You can study there. You can hang with friends there. The music is good. The vibes are good. It's cozy. It's safe. I I just have only good things to say about this coffee roaster. And the goal of our podcast is to highlight these small businesses that are doing things above and beyond. And this is one that we found. And I'm really excited. Yeah. Shout out to Mongo Coffee Roastery and Lounge, I believe, if that's still the name of it after me trying not to forget it all episode and drinking a lot of cold brew and drinking a lot of cold brew <laughs> thank you cup of joe <laughs> for that for fueling the podcast yeah and uh yeah very happy that we went to this place uh, it's so funny some t- some weeks we go to a location and we're, we have high expectations and we're very disappointed and other times we go to a place kind of hoping that it's going to turn out good and we're kind of blown away by a lot of what we find and that was the case this week which was awesome it's, yeah. a, it's always better when we have yeah. the latter experience and right to be honest too sometimes i think about when we go to these coffee shops or craft beer breweries and we're giving you know in the c or low b range or even sometimes the d range and i think to myself sometimes are we being too harsh is the rubric actually showing these businesses but then when you find the a grade business you're like no we're we're right on track there are the businesses out there that are exceeding you know, any kind of expectation that we would ever have. And I'm really excited to highlight those businesses. 
Yeah, good stuff. Uh, I I say check it out if you're anywhere near the area or uh, even if you live in New York City, maybe. Yeah. And you want to do a nice trip on the weekend or something a little bit outside of uh, the city. That fantastic place to, you know, maybe, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes outside of the city. Depends where you live in. People don't realize New York City is the size of some state seemingly it feels mm-hmm. like it's such a ridiculously huge city but this isn't too far from it so no not at all and i know we will be back yeah hopefully um so thank you very much uh again mongo and uh thank you all for listening appreciate you being here again if you're a returning listener if you're a first time listener hope you had a good time again i'm gonna do one last uh shameless plug for our patreon site patreon.com slash a grade podcast where you can get bonus content behind the scenes pictures videos see what the bathrooms look like uh get the report full report card with the full breakdown of what we think the best vibes are at these places that's all there available for you if you uh sign up on patreon so again patreon.com slash a grade podcast for more there should be a link in the episode description as well sound good sounds great yeah, so I'm going to uh, write out this coffee buzz. Yeah, we'll get back to football and <laughs> our Sunday shenanigans. Yeah, so uh, we'll see what we have next week. No idea yet. Maybe a, a, a brewery, maybe? Yeah, send us some suggestions. Yeah. If you have anywhere locally that you'd like to try, like us to try and review, we have some special episodes coming up. Yes, and we do. We have hopefully a trip to some local cities coming up in February, which is very soon, so that we can branch out of our local area in a little bit. We got some really exciting trips planned. That's the plan. So until next time, stay safe out there, drink well, be well, and hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.